Hello, everyone. This is the Party Size Podcast. We don't have a topic, so we're just going to fucking wing it because our lead man, Darian, is not here. But we have the rest of the gang. We have our wonderful friend, Miller, who just released a song on Spotify. Woo! Everyone celebrate. Yay! Uh, their their hit single "Brand New Me" by the band is Answer Violet. Yeah, Answer Violet. Cool. Originally, we were going to go with Answer Violet. It, we're taking it to be a little bit more of a heavier band. Uh, but "Brand New Me" is probably pretty clean to compare to the other stuff that we were writing. But mm-hmm. it's supposed to be Answer Violent, but it was already taken. So yeah, those guys. Oh, it, it was, so, so so like the yeah. answer is always violence. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. So, I've seen their yeah. picture. Not to interrupt, Dan, sorry, but I've seen, seen their picture. They look very angry. Answer violent. <laughs> not, not, not saying that they shouldn't, because, you know, I mean, they're probably nice guys, but they look like... No, see, like, when we get ready to record, mad. we actually just punch each other over and over again until we just get angry, and then that's how we record. No, it's like a bunch of monkeys typing on typewriters only with instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. right. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm Dan. We also have Kent and Jake. New. Yeah. Dang. And we and this is oh gosh. This is the party size podcast. We are here talking about things that we're just winging today. Talk, talking shit, taking names. <laughs> we are. We are. So before we get into going, how? I mean, I know Miller just released a new single, but how is everyone else doing? Uh, Kent, any new news? Any life things going on? Like, uh, no, nah, not nothing really going on. Just you know, surviving. <laughs> Which now this kind of segments is maybe something that we could actually start talking about. You recently just had heart trouble. It, it like you had the key fob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So a uh, couple weeks back, uh, went to IKEA to get something. And uh, I didn't know this, but apparently uh, over time, you can actually like shave down your car keys just by using them. Oh, and yeah. uh, a nub on the, the key set uh, just got shaved down to the point where uh, I couldn't start my car at all, period. And so I got stranded in a parking lot of the Ikea for like six plus hours. And um, eventually, uh, Katie made her, my fiance, made her way out to me. And uh, also, so did our good friend Jake here, who was yeah. at Comic Con like th- like twenty minutes away. <laughs> I just got done seeing Sean Sean Schimmel, voice of Goku, and then twenty minutes later, I'm helping my friend with his Toyota. Oh yeah, nice. that's that's a friend right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is. Luckily, I was 20 minutes away. (laughs) That reminds me back. uh, I live on a lot of property, or I should say my family does. And uh, a lot of the times it's it's kind of the opposite, though, like where the key gets shaven down. No, it's actually the ignition itself where you can just take a screwdriver and turn it over. Uh, Luckily for me, it it was just the key in this case, because uh, when when the uh, the next day or the next week when I finally got to a... um, uh, uh, a locksmith, and he uh, had to jury rig a new key, and then eventually shape it down properly. Uh, th- there wasn't anything wrong with the actual ignition; it was literally just the key um, that had gotten shaved. It was really weird. It looked like it had lost about half its mass. Oh, weird! Wow. Yeah. No, it it was 
compared compared to to our three new keys like i'm surprised like that it was starting the car period and not having issues before then yeah because we were turning it super hard and we were afraid we were just going to break the key right off it was oh yeah it was intense so that's yeah. kind of where i want to segue to an actual topic for the episode is the worst vehicles that you have driven I know Dan has the famous I know Dan has the famous fail finder. I have the PT snoozer. I don't know what Kent has driven that is maybe worse or better than what he's driving. Uh, oh, oh, no, I could talk Miller. about that. Uh, I don't know. I I got one. I got one for you. Uh so pretty much back when I was young and dumb, uh had a little bit of change in my pocket. Ended up finding a 1978 uh, Z71 for sale for a Ooh. decent price. I think I paid like four grand for it. Uh, needed some work. Needed some work. It was driving. Uh, engine seemed to be fine. It just just mainly body work. So I did. I did. I put probably two, three grand's worth of body work into it to get it looking right. And then uh, eventually it got to the point where I took. I was. I was just curious. So I took off the. Uh, the headers of the engine like the engine heads and uh looked down into it and the pre one of the previous owners had actually bored out all the cylinders which is typically like this done right it's a great thing it uh increases the power you get out of the engine that kind of stuff but it was bored out to the point where you had less than a quarter of an inch on the uh piston walls <laughs> and uh pretty much a ruined engine so i i ended up being able to turn it the guy was talking about putting a new engine in it anyway, so I was like, okay, cool. But yeah, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's ridiculous. Freaking, freaking, what, what's, what's the word? Pothole, uh, money pit, that kind of thing. That's, a, that's what that car was going to be if I didn't offload it. Loved that car when I had it. Burned a lot of rubber in it, but, uh, yeah. It was not one for the ages. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll I'll jump in next because I don't really have, I've never actually really had like a car per se that has straight up sucked, but and, and honestly, the 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 worst car technically that I've ever driven is also the best car that I have ever driven, and that was uh, uh, when we first started going out, Katie had this uh Cavalier, and it was it functioned amazingly um uh, the only problem with it because i mean it got like like 400 miles to a full tank it it did nice in city it nice on highways but like the entire um electrical system for the dashboard was out so you had no idea how fast you were going at any given time. Uh, the only thing that, that, that really worked was the, um, the, um, was, the, uh, the Excel, I don't know the accelerator, whatever it is, like shows you like, like how, how fast you're going, your, your gears are rotating. Yeah, I know nothing about. Yeah, okay. But, yeah. So pretty much. Tachometer. Uh, that's it. Uh, so the tachometer worked and so did the fuel gauge. But nothing else. Uh, but yeah, no, like it, it, it was an amazing car because, like, like even now, if it, it, it had much better handling 
and everything about it just works better than than the super nice looking cars that, that we now have. Oh yeah. But that that was probably yeah. like my favorite car, but it was also the most scary to drive because I'm just like at all times I'm like, I just hope that there's not a cop anywhere around me just in case. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say that just sounds unfortunate. Well, you know, it is. And we eventually had to uh uh get rid of it because just for several reasons uh we were no longer using it and um and we just didn't need it around anymore uh my current car technically is worse uh drives worse sounds worse sounds like the engine is just guzzling gravel half the time but um uh i have a short in the in both the taillights so i have uh no turn signaling in the back <laughs> and uh one brake light doesn't work so i'm like constantly just driving with my hand out the window being like well i hope someone paid good attention to their driving's man driver's manual and knows what the hell i'm doing well hey you're still legal you're still legal that's all uh, oh, no, that is- that, it, no yeah that's, <laughs> that's why i'm doing it because i'm like i'm like hey hey if a cop pulls me over i would be like hey man see this see this i know what's wrong with the car you don't need to tell me so why are you pulling me over and if, uh, you, if you have a trailer light connector, I have some magnetic lights we can stick on the roof of your car. Uh, I don't. I, I'm like 90% sure I don't. But I mean, I'll look. I, I, I don't think that. I mean, it's the Ford Focus. Oh, yeah. So, probably not, ben. But yeah. The I don't Ford know. You'd, you'd be surprised with some of the stuff that I see, like, hauling cars back, like, out here where I'm working. I'm mm-hmm. talking, and you see, like, a 94 Civic towing, a, like, a GMC Jimmy. <laughs> on a car hauler beyond i'm like how does that even work <laughs> but they make it work so poorly <laughs> hey with enough bungees and straps you can do anything <laughs> so since we're saving the best for last we'll yeah, talk about we'll we'll, we'll we'll talk because dan's i believe is the best oh. out of all of us <laughs> the fail finder has such a reputation that it cannot be beat so I'm going to talk about the PT snoozer I, I, think, I have. I think I think at full disclosure, uh, like we should let people know, you, me, and Dan have basically like like in, in the latter like post high school have known each other like in real life for like like ten plus years, and so like that's why I keep that's why I keep laughing like a maniac over here because I know where where some of these things are going to go in the next few minutes. So <clears throat> I had this. 2006 PT Cruiser, and I believe that it was the car from hell. This thing was such a ticking time bomb when it came to problems that every time Dan would come over in his nice, you know, you know, Scion, I would make the joke, you want to drive this? And he'd be like, you can go to hell. Pretty much. That mean about it. You were, well, it's like it was nah. granted. It was wanted. I think within the first week of I having it. The um, I think the 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 brakes went out, so I had to fix the brakes. Which you know, when was when was it? Was this when I was at Job Corps? This was like in I, between Job Corps and right as like four years ago. Yeah, this okay. was like this was like uh, 2016, okay. 2018, wasn't it? Okay, okay. No, I, I've I, ha- I had it. Period. I've had it. I've had it when I was dating Jewel. Ex girlfriend, okay. uh, shout out to yeah, you, so, I guess. Um, so you had it, you had it till like early 2020, then, yeah. And I, I, I was happy when I sold that. I was okay, so okay, yeah. But I got it from a nice, um, lady that 
I guess Dan knew name. Name removed. Yeah, she's an IA at the school district. Yeah. I was going to say, I th- okay, okay. And uh, that's where we got it from. So I like, I knew By it was taken care of. she never had any problems with it. No. Like, no. So as soon as I get into it, the brakes go out. That's okay. And then what was it like? I had it fine Did for I'll about. Pull you over because there were sparks coming out of it? Yes. Out of the, out of the um, back driver's side. Apparently it gotten so bad that I was driving home from place removed be one night after I think one of our get togethers, I think it was after the Godzilla movie and oh, okay. I was, and I was driving home and apparently there were sparks coming out of the back driver's side tire, but they were on the inside of the car. So I couldn't see them. And all of a sudden Wait, there were lights what? like not in. So they were on like, not so like when you look for the rear view mirror, you can see like out the back of your, yeah. you know, but they were like on the, they were coming out from like where the trunk would be. I, I uh-huh. don't know how to explain it. So they would be on like the side that I couldn't see pretty much. And so the cop was like, you have sparks coming out of your back tire. You need to fix that. And I was like, oh yeah, I know. So I had to take <laughs> it to the shop, which, you know, that was not too expensive, but still just kind of like. Oh, darn, I wish I had that for things, you know, and friends and whatnot. Maybe I had that thing for about, what was it, like four, I think it was like six, seven months. Everything was going great until I was going to place removed and the car just starts smoking bad. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Get it. See that the temperature gauge is just automatically just rising to the top like this thing this thing's getting hot. Like, oh shit. <laughs> Rolls into the nearest Jiffy Lube because I have no, I'm not a car guy. I, Dan can attest, I am not a car guy. So I roll into the Jiffy Lube and I'm like, hey, can you guys take a look at this? Opens the trunk lid and the radiator cap is just like throttling. It's so hot. And the radi- and the fluid is just boiling apparently i had blown a head gasket that wasn't a test by the previous owner oh yeah that'll do that yep and so okay um there the guy was like yeah i wouldn't even drive this like 10 feet if i was you and i was like well um it's either get a tow truck just to go up the road to the shop the like a mechanic shop or you know drive it up there so i told him just fill it with the coldest water you could can and i'm gonna <laughs> drive it maybe a block up the fucking road and i did and i pulled it into the driveway and i left a note on that fucker please fix this two grand later <clears throat> remember i called dan. Hates you. <laughs> yeah i remember i called dan and i was like hey dan can you come help me and pick me up and he was just like yeah i guess yeah okay i'll help you yeah so he came and picked me up and that was the one problem I had. And then I got it back and within like two days, the brake light on the right passenger side went out and I didn't realize it until I got pulled over. Like this thing was a rattly and then it started making noise after they put the, the, um, so we were thinking like, Oh great. Something else is going to happen. Right. Mm. Well, so, okay, that's fine. No big deal. I went to go see the ex-girlfriend one day. This was maybe 
two months after the the head gasket went out and i'm in the middle of this chinese food restaurant with jewel and my car just dies just can't start it same thing like your problem can't i can't i can't start it like it just Mm -hmm. i'm like oh the batteries must be dead you know so okay have the ex-girlfriend's uncle come out charges my you know puts a charger on it we get it started going and he's like don't turn it off obviously just try to get it home so okay fine i'm in the middle of i place removed there oh good lord okay it's standstill traffic it's like it's like literally a standstill it is literally maybe two to three miles every 10 minutes like you had a broken leg too I had a sprained ankle. I had a pretty bad okay. sprained ankle, remember? And then, so I'm just driving down the road, and then I hear my power just start going, and, I, and I'm starting to lose power. I'm hitting the accelerator, and it's not going. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm, I'm going to, like, my car's dying. My, my alternator's fucked. It's not keeping my battery charged enough so I can go home. I need to pull over right now and get off the road. So, you know, I'm doing like this whole like window down, like the turn signals work working. I'm like five miles an houring it once it finally gets up to be like 45. And I'm like, sorry, guys, I'm making more of a traffic jam. Just trying to I'm in the middle lane. Luckily, I was like creeping <laughs> mm-hmm. over to the slow lane so I could get off to this big wide spot that I see. And luckily, it people, finally dies. Yeah. And this this these like people like trying to get by me they're cutting me off they're honking at me and i'm like my car's dying and luckily this nice lady in a minivan lets me through and i was able to get over to the side as soon as i got over there and got straight enough to where i was like okay i'm gonna pull it up just a little bit my car just goes Bleh, and just dies like any second more or any second less i would have been stuck in the middle of like the lane on the highway i would have had to like push it over in the middle of this highway <clears throat> Hey, at least that, they got, at least they got you to the shoulder. Shit. Yeah, I know the area he's talking about. That would have been a nightmare. So we, we, I sat there for about a couple minutes. You know, I called the tow, I called the tow truck. It was like, hey, when are you going to be able to get me going? This was like two o'clock in the afternoon. And they're like, we're not going to be able to get you till about like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Oh, this okay. That, to go back to where this all started, that explains like why you your 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 yeah. respect for this. You stuck with us there that whole day. Um, and, yeah, and that I was, was awesome. leave because it was like, what if you got Gina ride somewhere? What if you guys? You know, yeah, like, no. Like, what if something else happens? Because I've had it to where my dad's come out to help me, and then he's had a problem with this crummy pickup, and then we were like, oh shit. Now we need someone else to come help us. You know, yeah. So. so then I called Dan because Dan's been like, Dan's like my adult go-to. Like, Dan, I need an adult. <laughs> so Dan come out. And luckily he had like, he had these, what are these like emergency, like cautions? Like, what are those? Those little caution cones? Yeah. That you could stick on the window? Yeah, I had like a, like a reflective triangle thing. So we like stuck that on there just... Cause what what it was where you were stopped it was um so major interstate so we're talking a you know three lane each way freeway and 
Uh, you know how on the on an on ramp to a freeway, there's that median, there's that triangular shaped median, uh, where it's paved, but it's between the actual right hand lane and uh, the lane that's coming on that's part of the on ramp. He was stopped in the middle of that, and Which, shape enough, but not you know like it was fine. Yeah, yeah, like so. Yeah, I I kind of illegally cut across an on ramp and pulled off to the side of the freeway. And then, you know, we had to, you know, run across on foot across the, uh, the lane of the on-ramp and, um, you know, try to, you know, poke his car, see what's, see what's working, see what's not. And the answer was nothing. Everything was completely dead. Uh, so it's like, okay, wait for traffic to be clear and then hobble back over to my car because, you know, he, he was on crutches oh. and... So we kind of we're just like, well, I guess we're just gonna sit here and wait for a tow truck because you know there's no way I'm gonna be able to tow you anywhere. So meanwhile, while that's going on, Dan is putting the cone together, and I'm in crutches, and this cop pulls up and thinks that we're stealing the PT Cruiser. We're breaking into it in the middle of broad fucking daylight. No, no joke. <laughs> Remember this, Dan? That lady cop showed up and was yeah. like. I was like, what are you two doing? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then and then we told her and I like put up that caution triangle thing and she's like, oh, okay. Just wanted to make sure you guys were okay. It looked kind of weird. Like you were stealing. And then like Dan made the good point to her, which was like, why would we steal in broad daylight with a guy with crutches? How is he gonna get away? It's <laughs> 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 like, come on, cop, like common sense like what am i gonna do beat you with the crutch and then hobble back to the scion well, i don't know it worked for ted bundy that's another topic yeah well let's not let's not make this that kind of podcast all right guys uh welcome, welcome to the party size podcast today we're going to talk about serial killers yeah <laughs> like this, the party size podcast you know we sound so upbeat and happy we're, we're going to talk about the worst mass shootings jesus let me tell you guys it's like one time where i went to vegas uh went to a concert now oh jesus anyway so we did eventually a, a tow truck did eventually come out and it was someone that you knew it was someone from high school i knew his name was jason I, yeah and honestly jason! honestly honestly sorry to you jason if you listen to this i had no idea who you were but apparently you knew me and i was like thanks and he gave me like a hundred dollars off the toe so it was still like a hundred dollar toe because shout, it was, shout out to you jason uh, it was still yeah. like a two hundred dollar toe because it was basically coming from between two places that are far away yeah, but he was chill. And then, like, we found out I paid back Dan because Dan paid for it. And then I found out that my insurance company could have just covered it if I sent them a receipt. So that was nice to know too late, but oh well. Then I had that thing for maybe another year. And I'm pretty sure I had a flat tire next, literally next to. I was with the ex-girlfriend. A lot of times this ha stuff happens. I'm with the ex-girlfriend, obviously, because, you know, you have a girlfriend, you want to go do stuff with her. But I'm literally sitting right outside of Nike, and I have a flat tire right at the entrance of Nike. <laughs> oh, God. 
because that's where her uncle works is Nike. Hey, it's the world telling you to hoof it. <laughs> so <laughs> now what call you, do is you go in, you go into this store and you stitch about like thirteen pairs of shoes. Together. Actually, it was pretty that's nice because. Uh, Actually, that was pretty nice because the Les Schwab was literally just a block down the road, and we called, we literally called Jules Uncle again because he was at work in Nike, and he come out with this shop truck full of tools. We're just like, yeah, we'll change this real quick, and we'll get it going, and you'll be good to go. Yeah. And then I sold that thing, and I was happy. Literally, this lady came and was like, yeah. I had a PT cruiser before and I crashed like it got in it got in a wreck and I totaled it but I love PT cruisers so much that I just seen yours for sale and I wanted to buy it and so I was offering like maybe three grand but I wanted $2,500 for it you know um she gave me three grand outright and oh god like Tried literally was trying to be a decent human being because I'm not trying to admit that I'm a scumbag on the podcast. Yeah. I was literally like, you might want to just take 25, maybe two for it. Cause I would have been happy with two. And my old, my old man was like, be- before I knew it, my old man had the money in hand was like, yep, here's your title. See you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely do that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure. And she drove away, and I breathed a giant sigh of relief. I was like, and that's That's, the the PT snoozer, because it was always dead on the road. So there was another funny detail about that last incident, too. Um, I should note that Jake's entire family drives Chevrolet vehicles. Chevrolet vehicles only. They are known for driving Chevrolet vehicles. Everyone knows that name removed drive Chevrolet vehicles to the point where when you ordered an alternator for that car, the shop ordered an alternator for Chevy HHR. Yep. Which is Chevrolet's version of the PT Cruiser. Yep. They just knew they were like, oh, hey, it's this family. Um, right, like, no. Oh, there's no way this is for a Chrysler vehicle. He must have been a Chevy HHR. Yeah. <laughs> which then after that i got this nice nice acura like in a, i think i think it was like a 2000 i think it was also a 2006 acura tl it was a nice car really and so i drove up to the shop and they pulled into that because i needed a tire change and they're like the guy ray who works there is like what a, you're you're not driving a chevrolet you're driving an acura and I'm like, what? It's just, and it's a nice car. It's a very nice car. Which, which, by the way, fun story about the Acura, Dan. So apparently, the girl who had bought it from my mom, like when I was out of town and was she was helping me sell it. Apparently, this young girl bought it for a high school vehicle. Got drunk in it. And crashed, but she didn't change the um, registration on it to her. Oh no! So the cops oh, were calling. So the cops were calling me, thinking that I had crashed this vehicle with alcohol in it and ditched it. Oh, that's sleaze. Which sucks because I love that car. You know how much I love that car, Dan. Yeah, that car was awesome. Yeah, and to know that someone had crashed it and left it on the side of the road really just turks me. And if I ever see that girl, I'll probably just uh stop right there because you know crimes on podcasts 
<laughs> yeah, don't don't admit to crimes you haven't committed yet. Who else but boom? Who else but boom? Oh no! <laughs> oh great! You know no, that 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 honestly, uh, with the whole selling of your PT cruises, that reminds me. Uh, my dad bought me my first car, and it was like a '94 Toyota Corolla, something like that. Pretty sure there's like half a kilo of Colombian Bam Bam stuffed in there somewhere because it just smelled like weed the entire time. But <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh yeah, man. Yeah, man. But uh, <laughs> we we bought it and it needed work. So what we did is we did a tune up. We placed spark plugs, put new wires in, all that good stuff. Uh, and it actually ran great. It ran great. It was my uh, sophomore year, junior year car. Drove nice. it, I think two years. Great it gas was, mileage. It sounded like lead. shit because it, it had an exhaust leak the entire time and I never fixed it. But yeah, uh, it was we ended up, it helped it. We ended up selling it like we bought it for like 700 bucks. And uh, or I say we bought it. My dad bought it for like 700 bucks, fixed it and then sold it for 1500 after I was after I had gotten my vehicle that I still currently drive my Toyota 4Runner. Love that thing. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. But little did we know, uh, well, I'll put it like this. One day we ordered pizza at the house back when I still live with him. And uh, my uh, I, I go out to go get the pizza and he's like, oh, yeah, I, you remember? I, I think I bought a car from you guys like two or three years ago. I was like, uh, the Toyota? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought it. And then like two weeks later, the engine blew up. <laughs> I was like, oh, that sucks. And I just gave him the money and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? <laughs> Only what you like, this is an awkward situation. I'm just gonna walk away from it. Damn. <laughs> like, hey man, you, you bought the car. Yeah, Shit. yeah, that's your problem. Hey, it must, must have been something you did. You did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh wow! My, wow, that goes back. Speaking, of my first, my first pickup was a Chevrolet S10, the stick shift. Good old S10. <laughs> Little nice, nice little pickup. Really, really fun. You remember the S10, Dan, don't you? I don't think I ever rolled in the S10. Actually, it was a nice pickup. I wish, I wish I still had it. But yeah, they're, they're nice little trucks. Yeah, I only had it for a couple of gears, and then we sold it because I got, I got the, I got the cruiser. I wish I would have kept the the ship. Anyway, I, I had two buddies who bought Ford Rangers together, like 1990 Ford Rangers. I know that and, uh, truck. That's a fucking poor yeah, no, Like, like my old, dad's truck. Like when they when they first came out, like that year Ford Ranger, they they both bought the same year and everything. I thought I said that's really cute, guys. But uh, <laughs> they, they they bought them, and my one of them, the uh, slave cylinder went out for the transmission, and uh, so the starter motor would kick in and it would launch the truck, like because <laughs> they were both manuals. It would launch the truck about fifteen feet. Is every time he started it, so, <laughs> I'll never forget. Like one day he got stuck because we were stupid at that point. We were going mudding in Ford Rangers with bald ass tires, and uh, he got stuck. So he's like, "Hold on, let me turn it off and then turn it back on in first gear. Just let it fucking dig." And it fucking got him out of that shit. It's hilarious. <laughs> Everyone, the starter is stronger than the actual motor, <laughs> right? Everyone that I've talked to that has a Ford Ranger says they love them. They're reliable. Oh, pickups. no. Ford well, Rangers are my amazing. Dad, my pa, he, uh, he had his, I'm 9% sure it was a Ranger. He had his for like literally bought it brand new and only got 
sometime in like the early mid to early nineties and only got rid of it like maybe a year and a half ago. Oh, he got yeah. rid of it? Oh. No wonder I don't yeah, see no, him no, around he, anymore. Well, up, like I don't recognize him. Yeah, well, you just have to look for ba- essentially the newest version of the same car or the same truck. Because uh, he just upgraded it. Oh, okay. Uh, more or less. Oh, those, but, those new Rangers are nice. Yeah, no, it's really nice. But yeah, mm. no. Um, but yeah, no, that thing, that thing just lasted forever. The only problem with it, I mean, like, I'm a huge dude. So, like, I, I'm like six foot three. So, when he was going to teach me how to drive sticks, it was a stick. Um, uh, Everything went fine until uh, we were out on the coast, and uh, we're on this hill, and there was a stoplight at the top of the hill, so we get on it, and I couldn't shift my my lace because my knees were stuck against the dashboard quick enough to uh, get it in gear without rolling back and possibly hitting the car behind me. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Yeah, so we actually sat through like three cycles with a line of cars behind us, he's like, okay, we're just getting up, get out, we're switching spots. <laughs> yeah, I, when I, whenever I learned how to drive a manual, or a standard, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, it was in a Toyota Hilux. And uh, Toyota Hilux's transmissions are known for being especially tricky when learning. It's, it's not a very good beginner, like, manual truck to learn in. And... Uh, there's this really busy road just off of Highway 20. Uh, it's Chapel Hill, I believe. But um, uh, we were on man. the off we were on the off ramp there, and I'm sitting there in this lifted ass Toyota Hilux trying to get the thing moving forward, and I just could not get it. Ended up burning out the transmission like probably three or four months later. But oh, I, I got damn. it down. But geez, it's so like damn. My, my... Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. You're fine. Good. Good. We need to we need to come up with a system not to interrupt each other. We do that a lot on this podcast. <laughs> We're professionals here. Hey Dan, it, it just ha- kind of happens with group calls in general. Yeah, tell so, us about tell us about your your fail finder. So let, let me give you some backstory on the fail finder. This is a 1991 Nissan Pathfinder uh, XC. So it's it's the V6. Nice vehicle. It's a uh, it's built on a Nissan uh, truck chassis. Nice little SUV, incredible four-wheel drive. If you need a four-wheel drive vehicle, there's nothing better than a Nissan Pathfinder. But this particular one, so it was a 91. Um, a friend of my aunt's bought it in 91, and she drove it until about mm, 1998 or so, uh, which is when my aunt bought it from her. My aunt drove it till about mm, 2003-ish. When she mm-hmm. bought her uh, 97 RAV4, which she is still driving. Oh, good grief. Wow. Um, RAV4s, man. You want a reliable car. Uh, so she's still driving the RAV4. And at that point, my mom bought it from my aunt because my mom needed a car. Her Subaru Justy had just died. So my mom was driving an 89 Subaru Justy at that point. Great name for a car, by the way. The Subaru Justy. Oh, little tiny, tiny car. If you think my car is small, oh boy, the Justy fit inside of it. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, so at that point, my mom buys it, and my mom drove it till uh, about 2005-ish. In 2006, that's when my mom and my stepdad married each other. We moved to Oregon. So... 
we had to bring the Pathfinder with us to Oregon, of course. Um, and at that point, it was getting to be kind of an old car, because uh, the thing is, is between about 2000... Or, I'm sorry, I've messed up my timeline here. So between about 2003 and about 2005, the Pathfinder sat undriven in my aunt's driveway. During that time, it was home to a rat city. This explains a lot. Damn. It was completely filled with rats. They ate a lot of the wiring. They ate a lot of the seat stuffing. They this explains ate a lot. <laughs> a lot of things. They shit on a lot of things. They filled a lot of things with piss. And okay, so I'm going to say one thing really fast. I'm going to interrupt you to say one thing really fast. The few times I was in that car, I never smelt anything off about it. No. No, no, it was, it was fine. My mom did an incredible job cleaning so, it. So, so hats off to, to your mom then for salvaging that. My mom is like a professional cleaner. So, because what she did is, you know, when she bought it, she realized, oh no, this is completely filled with rat piss. So... She took the seats apart. She scrubbed everything she could she could reach with bleach. And she is a small lady, so she could reach a lot of things in there. Um, she completely scrubbed the interior of the thing with bleach, basically. And she got rid of the smell. However, uh, the air conditioning never worked again. The heat kind of mostly worked. Uh, the rear speakers for the radio never worked again. Um, the lights were somehow okay. And at that point, also, we were talking earlier about the ignition switches being worn out to the point where you could just, uh, you know, shove a screwdriver in there. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like a running cool. theme. <laughs> this was so worn out that you could just pull the key out at any time, uh, including while the car was driving. And actually, this was kind of a benefit. Uh, th this was all. This also predates um, transponder keys. So there's no danger of the car just, you know, deciding, uh oh, you're actually stealing this car. I'm going to shut down now. Um, mm -hmm. So the, the car actually had no way of knowing if there's a key in there or not, and it didn't care. So you could just pull the key out while you were driving down the road and nothing would happen. Yeah. Which leads to another great story. I was driving, uh, it was with Miles and Trevor, and Trevor's like, oh, do you have a bottle opener to open a bottle of Coke? And I, of course, I have one on my keychain. So I just pull the key out, hand it to him. Here you go. And he starts freaking out like, dad, turn the car back on. Anyway, <laughs> minor thing. So that was already a problem. The rear speakers were fucked. Oh boy. So it comes time when, you know, I, I'm starting to drive. And when we moved up to Oregon, sorry, I'm going out of order. So right before we move up to Oregon, um, the muffler just kind of drops off. Like it just falls onto the highway. Um, it so got take really it loud in here all of a sudden. What just happened? <laughs> so we take Yikes. it. Takes it to a muffler shop, and we're just like, we're leaving tomorrow. We need this to drive to Oregon. Um, so the guy at the muffler shop just kind of puts the muffler back up with bailing wire and says, "This is an extremely temporary fix. Get this fixed." <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. oh, that's um, not good. Oh, yeah, no, I've, wor <laughs> I've worked. I've worked at those kind of shops before. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Just so you know, um, I stopped driving this car in 2014. Um, that was never fixed. Oh, damn. Um, so anyway, <laughs> fast forward to about 2009, 2010-ish, and I, I need to be able to drive a car, you know, so um, I start driving the, path, the, the fail finder at that point. And at that point, uh, my mom had long since gotten her 
little Toyota Yaris and she was driving it and uh, dad had his little truck. So, you know, the the Pathfinder was not being driven regularly. So I start driving it regularly. <laughs> and that's when the real fun begins. So, you know, of course, me, I'm like, well, kind of a bummer that the air conditioning never worked. Um, I tried to fix it a couple times, but I could never get that working. Oh, well. Um, the rear speakers, though, I got those working again by running wires across the floor and taping them down to the floor. And hey, it looked ugly, but it worked. For some reason, because the car was sitting out there for so long, uh, the speedometer needle had actually melted and it was touching the back faceplate of the gauges. What? Um, so when you start driving, the speedometer needle didn't move at all until you started going about 40 miles an hour, and then it would jump up to 60 and stay there. So my, my dad uh, took the gauge cluster apart, and we tried to melt the needle back into place, uh, but we just broke it. And so we, we, we glued it back together. So there's just a big glob of glue in the middle of the needle the whole time I was driving it. It worked though, right? It did. Yeah, it worked kind of. Hey, um, hey, it hey, if it, it, if it sits, accurate. it fits. It wasn't accurate anymore at that point in time. Like it, it always read about 10 miles faster than you were actually going. But it was fine. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, you know? that's the way, that's the way my forerunner is. I've got a 96 forerunner, but I, I've, kind of like redneckified it a little bit yeah so pretty much what i did is uh put like it i think it comes stock with like 29 30 inch tires something like that i put 33s nice. on it so speedometer is always gonna be a little over yeah the, the this was just fucked because we just put it back together wrong it was fine though it worked good enough did um, it yeah it was fine <laughs> At one point, the heat stopped. the The heater fan stopped working, but it would work if I took the 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 lever that controls fresh air and recycled air. If I jiggled that back and forth a whole bunch, the, the fan would come back on. You know, so that that was a fun morning routine. Um, the lock on the passenger side door didn't work from the outside. And after a while, the lock on the outs on the driver's side door didn't work from the outside. So it's just like whatever, just leave the car unlocked. <laughs> Let's Jesus see. This poor uh, thing. The windshield was completely fucked up, uh, but we replaced the windshield, so it was fine. Um, four wheel drive always worked amazing. Never had a problem with that. Uh, one time, I was driving down the road and uh, stopped at an intersection. Went to go at the intersection, and the car just died. Wouldn't start. Wouldn't run. A, wouldn't run after that. Uh, had to tow it to a shop, and what had happened is the distributor cap had cracked, and so uh, it, it oh, that's, that's gonna fuck failed. up your timing and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. So luckily, that was an easy fix. No big deal there. I think the shop charges twenty seven dollars for that. So that was the first time it stranded me. Let's see. Uh, on my way to college one day, uh, so there's these trucks that transport wood chips. They're a big blue truck with a white W on the side. And on the back is a ladder that's made out of uh, four pieces of like quarter inch thick steel plate. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And I was kind of, ha I was kind of not really awake when I was driving to school and I kind of rear ended that truck going about five miles an hour. Luckily, really low speed. No one was hurt. The truck didn't even notice. He just drove off. Mm -hmm. um, didn't even scrape any paint off of his truck, so no big deal. 
However, you can see where three of the four pieces of steel impacted the front bumper of my car, and it made it look like it was snarling, kind of. Um, and at that point, it also broke off the front grille and it broke off the uh, headlight on the driver's side. So it completely shattered the mounts for the headlight. So I kind of just taped the headlight back on and I zip tied the front grille back on. And, you know, so it, it was snarling. It was cross-eyed. Uh, the passenger side headlight pointed in the right direction. The driver's side headlight usually pointed way off in the trees somewhere in the very wrong direction. You know, so it's like, whatever. I just won't drive at night. <laughs> also, night vision probably while you're, the you most know, hilarious part was, uh, so uh, normally a, a car horn has two tones, a high tone and a low tone. <laughs> the horn, this is the best thing. <laughs> oh, the low tone was completely destroyed. It was gone. However, the high tone was just damaged. So it was still really loud. Um, however, uh, I, I need to, I'm, I'm going to have to turn off um, audio processing here, I think. So what was great about it is um, the, the high tone was just damaged. So it was still really loud, but it went. It just it just made a high squeak. Yeah, it it sounded like a like a scooter horn, and it was, <laughs> it was freaking <laughs> hilarious. No, that, that that actually that reminds me of my bike back home. Um, yeah, it was, I, it was. I've got I've got a bike that sounds really mean. It sounds like a pissed off wet cat, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, but deeper. Uh, it's like a big rumbly, shaky bike, and then the horn's just like meep meep. Yeah, it, it, it was it was exactly like that. Um, so that was great, and then, um, pretty close to you know th this was probably late 2013 that this happened. Um, I was coming down the street from work, and I went to go stop at an intersection. So I put on the brakes. It went pop. The brake pedal went to the floor, and I did not Whoa. stop at the intersection. Oh, so I was Yikes. like, okay, luckily no one's coming. Hit the gas, go down Main Street, and then coast to a stop on a side road. Uh, call my parents. Hey, I just lost brakes in my car. <laughs> what do I do? So luckily, uh, my dad is very skilled at driving vehicles that don't have brakes. It's, that's a story for another time. Um... So he drove it to a shop in place removed and they replaced a single brake caliper. And the guy there again said, this is extremely temporary. Get this fixed as soon as you can, which we never did. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, whatever. It'll, it'll happen eventually. Why? Oh. Don't, worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, do you have a picture of this said fail finder? I wish we could push it in like the podcast notes so people could understand what this thing looked like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also at one point the, the this, uh, this was kind of funny actually at one point, um, my neighbor across the street backed into it and made a, a basketball sized dent in the rear driver's side door. And they're like, man, we're really sorry about this. Um, talk to our insurance and they'll cover it. Uh, so I went to talk to, I went and talked to their insurance and their insurance was like, well, 
We found another car at the junkyard and we can grab the door from it and repaint it and reinstall it for $200 or we can just give you $200. Um, so I walked out of there with $200. <laughs> just like, yep, there you go. <laughs> this is great. Man, this keeps uh, getting better and better. This, I'm glad we brought this up as a topic for the podcast. The yeah, fail finder has been really good. Oh, the, the, oh, the fail finder was an amazing vehicle. It really was. Um, yeah, it, it was scary. It was awesome. It was actually awesome. Hey, can we, can we talk about driving in it with you and get to that part? <laughs> Cause this oh, is the yeah. car. Okay. Oh, I'll yeah. have to keep going. Uh, Cause, um, Cause that's the part I remember. <laughs> oh yeah. So anyway, I'm kind of a, a lead foot driver and this thing was a, was a meaty V6. You know, the whole time the thing was rattling and shaking and making weird noises. Oh, and at one point, uh, the, the like door closed sensor thing was broken, but it was broken in such a way that if you took a sharp left turn, it would start dinging the bell that said the door was open. So occasionally this random bell would go off. I, I don't know. Is there, is there something specific you want me to say, Ken? Uh, no, I just oh, here's the thing. So at one and someone listening to this might might know what I'm talking about. There's there's a there's an amusement park in California called Knott's Berry Farm, and there there is a roller coaster, an old wind roller coaster called Ghost Rider, and it when I rode it, it scared the fuck out of me. Because it literally feels like you are being flung around everywhere and are bouncing around constantly nonstop. And that's why I remember driving in your car. Like, it felt like the shocks were all over the place. It felt like it was just bouncing and swaying. Oh, yeah, and shot. That, that, that's, what the, that's what I remember was just feeling like I was on a roller coaster to hell no matter what speed you were going no matter what we were doing oh yeah pretty much every aspect of this car was shot the seats were shot the shocks were shot everything was shot like this yeah. thing was, has been driven into the ground before i even had a chance to take it on well see no that just means the car had character Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it had a lot of character. It was kind of great driving it around, especially compared to uh, my Scion that I drive now, because people were actually afraid of it. Like, people would get out of my way, because they were like, nope, not dealing with that. This guy clearly does not care about his car. Now we have Ford, now we have Ford F-150s hauling a bunch of garbage that try to cut Dan off in the Scion just to get in front of him. Yeah, uh, people are kind of murderous towards my little Scion now. <laughs> They're like, get that small, tiny thing out of my way. Yeah. And Dan's just like, nope, tiny car power. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, no, the, the Pathfinder, it was, there's a reason we call it the fail finder, because every possible aspect of it failed, except for the uh, running and driving part. <laughs> and even that was a little bit iffy. <laughs> Yeah. Yikes. So eventually, you know, uh, the, 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 the final nail in the coffin was um, it wouldn't start when I came out to it one day. 
and I even put a new battery in it thinking, you know, maybe it was the starter, but what it was is the starter had died. And it was oh. just, and everyone around me was just like, you have a nice job, you have savings, get a new car. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, okay, fine. So I went and uh, <coughs> bought the Scion, and we uh, did kind of give away the Pathfinder to someone. Um, well, it's the only way I think you could get rid of it legally. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> Take it; it's falling apart. <laughs> anyway, and that, and that person, and that person said, "Yeah, actually, I lost the key, but it's no big deal. I was able to shove a popsicle stick in the ignition and start it that way." <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like here, here, just here, just let me lick this icy pop remember. first, then stick the stick in when I'm done. One up Samuel Jackson with his fucking. Screwdriver in Die Hard 3? A popsicle. Yeah. Yep. A popsicle stick. Yes. Because remember, this didn't have a transponder <sighs> key. So it just yeah. needed to turn the ignition. And the ignition was worn to hell. <laughs> or can he just like breathe through the breathe through, breathe in through the nose? My, my, bra- the my brain is shattered because yeah. I I I wouldn't even imagine that that would work. We should but, have tried it with your Toyota. Every, but, but every no, no, because because the key was the problem. Even even though I could do the <laughs> same thing that Dan could, which is I could pull the key out while the car was running. Um, can't do that with the new key. Already tried it. It it was literally that the key itself had worn too thin, not the stuff yeah. on the inside. Um, so I, I actually asked the dealership, uh, the Toyota dealership, when I bought my Scion. I said, "Hey, you know, on my old car." I could just pull the key out with the car running. Is there a way to do that on my new car? And they just looked at me horrified. We're like, no, no, you cannot do that. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> no, that's, that's when you try to do it on the test drive. And you, you actually just turn it off while you're going like 60 down the road. Freak the guy out that's trying to sell it to you. That's how you get a lower price. Oh, that'd be bad. But Oregon has a weird law of being in neutral. It's, your car is technically oh. out of control. Yeah, legally, if your car is in neutral, you're out of control. Oh, so I've driven out of control on a couple of hills outside of purpose several times just to save gas. Yeah. Yeah, that's so if, if you that's were illegal? Yeah, if you were yeah. to get in if you were to oh. get in a wreck and your car was in neutral when you wrecked, you would be charged for driving an out of control vehicle. Little fun fact there for you guys. Yes. Well, um, it's a good thing I don't drive down the hill anymore. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's there's other fun laws in Oregon too. Um, for example, there is a minimum set of equipment that your car has to have in order to be considered road legal. Included in that minimum set of equipment is windshield wipers because Oregon is a very rainy and wet environment. Um, <laughs> however, a windshield is not required. What? <laughs> wait, wait. You make sure you have those windshield wipers, though. Yeah. (laughs) You make sure you have windshield wipers. And, and, um, so, fun story. Speaking of my dad, he has had some interesting (laughs) stories over the years. Oh, yes. Um, so, he had this story, um, and a, a cop actually tried to cite him on this law. On the windshield law? 
Like the, um, windshield? the windshield wipers, yes. <laughs> windshield wipers are required equipment. So he was driving a car and the windshield wipers had stopped working. So what he did is he actually tied a string to the windshield wipers and tied the string around to the inside. So in order to activate the windshield wipers, he could grab the string and jerk it back and forth to make the windshield wipers go. <laughs> and a cop saw this and was like, no, that's not okay. Go to jail, but, but not really. But he argued it in court and he won. I, and I, he I, won. Would, I would okay. actually hope so, because it, it do, if it works, it works. It might well, not be mechanical. Okay. Because here's, here's the argument. So um, if you didn't know... Uh, in the olden days, like in the 60s and 70s, uh, your windshield wipers would not be operated by an electric motor. They would yeah, actually it be, be like a hand, like they would no, they would be operated by vacuum from the engine, which what? is a really terrible idea. What? Yeah, so they would so vacuum operated windshield wipers were a thing, and they were awful. And here's why, and this is why he won this in court, by the way. Because the cop argued that he did not have functional windshield wipers. He argued, I did in fact have functional windshield wipers. They were just manual. And they are in fact superior to vacuum-operated windshield wipers because vacuum-operated windshield wipers will stop working when you're climbing a hill. However, his manual windshield wipers were totally fine. That's a baller. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. And he won. <laughs> Did your dad have a lawyer? I want to hire that guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes. Oh, so, you know what? And they just said, you know what? Yeah, you're totally ac You're totally right. So, <laughs> so he went in there like with the lead singer of Twisted Sister and just, you know, that's another topic story for another day. Uh, and just so was yeah. like, I'm going to you think I'm an idiot. I'm just going to ruin your day. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, uh, so that is, that's kind of a brief summary of the fail finder. I'll have to find a picture of it because yeah, this thing looked awful. It was black. It was like faded gray and, uh, it was, and like I said, the air conditioning never worked and Oregon's not exactly a cold climate. So a black car without air conditioning. Hmm. I would joke yeah. that I had I would joke that I had a four by sixty air conditioning. That's uh, four windows, sixty miles an hour. It worked okay. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and uh, at one point I did replace the radio, and that's when I got the rear speakers working. And it was a radio that I bought from a Chinese e-commerce website. And hey, it worked. <laughs> it was really janky, but it worked. That's funny. Well, thank you for telling us about the wonderful fail finder. I appreciated every bit of that. I can't believe we didn't die. You know, okay, so here's the thing, too. <laughs> here's the thing, too, because my I'm not, parents... I'm not taking a shot at you. I'm taking a shot directly at the car, no, not at you. I, I understand that. I understand that. Because um, there was, there's a, a, a mechanic in... Place removed. Um, where my parents live. And, you know, they... they we're talking to my parents and they said, you know, I wouldn't believe that that car was still on the road. If you were to tell me that car is still on the road, I wouldn't believe it. If I didn't see Daniel driving it everywhere. <laughs> All I'm hearing is that it's a wonderful vehicle that gets the job done. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know what? And, it might uh, not. It might not. It might not do it completely legally at this point, but it gets the job done. You you know you know what? Um, so later on, um, I helped my neighbor acquire this uh, Ford F one fifty, and it was pretty beat up, nasty F one fifty. But you know what? I hopped in that thing, and I felt right at home because it's like, oh yeah, this still drives nicer than the Pathfinder. You mean uh, the jank truck? The jank yeah, Ford? The jank, yeah, the jank truck. No, see, hey, uh, you know, if I get into a vehicle and half the dashboard ain't lit up like a Christmas tree, uh, I don't want to be in that vehicle. Sorry. Exactly. That's just me. But, um, yeah, no, the jank truck, I, I took a video of the jank truck and I showed it to a couple of my friends and my Canadian friend and my German friend were both like, this is horrifying. That shouldn't be legal. And I was like, you know what? As the previous owner of a $300 car, I'm totally fine driving this $500 car. <laughs> Seriously. We got to the point driving that, that, that jank truck that we wanted to put a bumper sticker on the, on the back of it that said, this truck was $500. Try me. Yeah. Actually, uh, my, my parents uh, joke that I should put a sticker on the back of the Pathfinder that says, I fix computers a lot better than I drive. Jeez. Good grief. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Brown. <laughs> that reminds me of a story back in my high school days. Same same Ooh. guys I was telling you about uh, where we were buying, where they had the matching Ford Rangers. We had the great idea where we we're going to make like a, not not like, like a derby car or something, but a car that we could like just really just fuck around in and 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 mess it up uh we we didn't go through with it but we actually went and looked at a 200 dollars honda civic the uh title was eaten up by rats and um like pretty much we went to look at it it ran fine but that that was just us back in the day we our mindset was take the body off turn it into a go-kart and just do a whole bunch of stuff yeah Mm. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. Kent got Kent got to talking about roller coasters and how the Pathfinder was a roller coaster. Now I can't stop thinking about cool roller coasters I've been on. Like Yeah, I've, I've got Goliath out in Atlanta. The Six That's Flags. Oh, I hate you. I want to go there. <laughs> Six Flags is cool. I've been on the, you know, the Colossus. That's the ride that, you know, is famous for being in a, a vacation, like a um, uh, family vacation, you know, with Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah. Wally World. That's the ride that, you know, he puts the gunpoint and he's like, where are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, like uh, when it comes to roller coasters with me, I always go back to Six Flags. There's a lot of really great ones there. You got Batman, yeah. you got, uh, Got Cyclone, got obviously Goliath. It, I don't know if it still stands to this day, but whenever it was built, is like one of the tallest hyper coasters in the world, or something like that. Oh yeah, Freaking, I had to stand. Yeah. Up, I had to stand on my tippy toes to make the height when it first came out, but they let oh, me through. God, it's so much fun. I, I think nice. we should definitely have a roller coaster episode then. Oh yeah, that'll be the next one. That'll be cool. But uh, we're at about an hour and ten. We should probably wrap up. All right. How dare you? Funness and creativity <laughs> never has an end limit. I know we we have I have work in the morning. Yeah. So this was a fun episode reminiscing about 
oh my gosh, how was that legal? Cars that we had. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mine was legal. It just broke down. Mine, mine, yeah, mine's, mine's legal. <laughs> <laughs> we sound we sound like people so who are just got caught it. it's, 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 it's a very it's a very large gray area okay we'll, yeah. we'll just leave it at that yeah haven't been pulled over since I started doing it yeah. no I, yeah. I, I just I just find it funny because I'm hearing you, your brain just going holy crap I rode in that car Dan what do you mean honestly well, no, I liked it I liked when I drove it here's the as far as I was concerned, my only thing that I knew was wrong with it on my end was just how it felt to be in it. So honestly, half the stuff you're talking about, this is my first time hearing. So I'm surprised that car existed. Yee. <laughs> oh. Well, friends, family, neighbors, lovers, people we're having affairs with. I just have to say. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And, yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's it. Later. The way you that, I was expecting you to say more. <laughs> I think he cut out. Wait, did he crash? He might have. He might have cut out. Yeah. Oh no. Well, okay. Good timing. Jake! Bye, Jake! everyone.